Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019. This is part three of a five-part series on my personal history with religion. This is a linear story, so be sure you've listened to the previous installments before you listen to this one. Who knew that playing the clarinet would end my relationship with God? Okay, it wasn't the clarinet itself that did it, although, if you've heard bad clarinet playing, it could certainly make you doubt the existence of a benevolent deity. Here's what actually happened. I started high school in the fall of 1987. As school approached, I received sheet music for the marching band practices that were scheduled to start in late summer. I was a clarinet player, but the sheet music I received was for saxophone. So on the first day of marching band practice, I tried to return this music, only to learn that there were too many clarinetists, so I was being forced to switch. A senior named T.J. Fennelly showed me the basic fingering, and that was that. I now played tenor saxophone. One of the other saxophonists in the band was a junior named Kevin Baird. He had a fuzzy mane of bright red hair, glasses, and wore cargo pants that usually had cassette tapes in the pockets. It was love at first sight. I immediately fell in with Kevin and a few of his friends. Now, these were prog rock guys, and they introduced me to Yes, Rush, Genesis, King Crimson, Pink Floyd, Asia, all music I'd never heard before, having grown up mostly listening to big band music, Nat King Cole, and, you know, whatever my parents put on the radio. Besides being a prog rock fan, though, Kevin was another thing I'd never heard of before, an atheist. He didn't believe in God. To be quite honest, I hadn't even realized that was an option. As soon as he said it, though, it occurred to me that if I really gave it some thought, I didn't believe in God either. I really liked religious ceremonies and fellowship, but if pressed, I didn't think there was actually an invisible man in the sky watching over me and protecting me. With the benefit of hindsight, I now believe that at least some of this change in thinking happened as a result of a childhood full of sadness and depression. My childhood featured a lot of very conditional love, a lot of emotional abuse, and some physical abuse too. It's hard to look around at a world like that and think that a benevolent, all-powerful, loving being has got your back. It was much easier to believe that life was random and unplanned. And so I became an atheist, too, at the age of 15. There was no ceremony or membership card or secret meeting in the dead of night. I just realized one day that I didn't believe in God, and I told my parents. Much yelling ensued. My mom was incensed. She thought I was hanging out with the wrong crowd and doing it just to spite her. I doubt my dad cared very much. In fact, I don't remember him ever addressing the subject, though, to be fair, I remember very little from most of my childhood. In high school, being an atheist didn't mean all that much. I stopped doing so many things at church and stopped attending every Sunday, but that might have happened anyway, given that my life was a lot busier. My first high school girlfriend was very religious, and so my lack of faith probably contributed to our breakup, although she also said kissing me was like kissing her brother. My second girlfriend also came from a religious home, but I don't remember any tension there where my own beliefs were concerned. After high school, I moved to Japan, where not being a Christian is by far the dominant state of existence. I had my first exposure to both Buddhism and Shinto in Japan. Other than the occasional ceremony or holiday, though, religion didn't really come up. I remember my host brother, Kazuhiro, saying that most Japanese are atheists except on special occasions. 
I was in college for one year when I came back from Japan, but my grades weren't what my parents expected, so they gave me a month to find a job, get a car, and move out of their house. I ended up moving in with my friend Chris, whose father had been the Episcopal priest in town. I'd been active with the youth service organization Chris's parents ran when I was a freshman and sophomore. Chris was two years older than I and had already finished his undergraduate degree, during which time he'd also lost his faith. That actually might have happened in high school, I don't really know, but in any case, atheism still didn't come up a lot. I moved to Tucson, Arizona in 1994, and I met my first wife there the following spring. We were married by a justice of the peace in a non-religious ceremony on St. Patrick's Day in 1996. Jen was also an atheist. Her family had occasionally gone to church when she was growing up, but it didn't stick, and she wasn't really interested in any of it. During the course of our marriage, as I became more politically radicalized, my atheism became more important to me. This was in large part due to seeing the church as standing in opposition to most of what I believed in, and using its power to force particular choices on people, including at the governmental level. For a good long while, I was one of the most obnoxious kinds of atheists, ready to argue with anyone, anytime. I was a big fan of people like Richard Dawkins, before it turned out that he was a misogynist and a racist, and of Carl Sagan, of whom I'm still a really big fan. I disregarded religious practices and beliefs with a sneer and a feeling of superiority. In my devotion to rationality, I was dismissive of anything that couldn't be measured and explained. This period of my life lasted through the 90s and into the early 2000s when I suddenly decided that it might be a good idea to sit still on a cushion for a long time to see what happened. More about that tomorrow. I'd love to hear your own stories of religious or atheist experience. Drop me a line at jason at abriefchat.com and be sure to let me know if it's okay to include your story on the show. Head over to abriefchat.com to become a member, too. And don't forget, tell your friends. I love you. A better world is possible. Please.